Let's go. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged, episode four. Uh, proudly brought to you by Ginger Fox Coffee. Guaranteed to make you as clever as a fox. Check out gingerfoxcoffee.com for more details. I know they've just roasted a fresh, fresh batch, so get your orders in now. Well, joining me as always is uh, one of the legends of South African MMA, Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan. Let's talk about Gilbert Burns and what a rock star he is becoming. Six fights unbeaten and just tearing through the division right now. Yes, you must have been so stoked to see some sport. <laughs> Premier League. Premier League, 17th of June. It's confirmed. It's confirmed. Now, it's, right? con it's happening, yes, that's correct. But back to uh, that savagery. Oh, I told you. I told you. I told you. That kid has just got another mentality. He's, he's a typical Brazilian that has a very, very high sk uh, skill set. And he... He's not afraid to stand in front of you. <laughs> Yo, the way that he, uh, he, he walked him down, good head movement, good fainting, and then just threw. When he threw, you could threw, he, you see that he threw so much intention. It was unbelievable. And I told you, I told you he was a guy that you had to watch out for. Um, so excited for that kid. Really, really excited. If you look at uh, after the fight, they, they broke it down in terms of significant strikes. And I mean, Gilbert Burns is like legit uh, BJJ. You know, everyone expected him to take Tyron Woodley down, you know, submit him. But he threw more strikes and it really was one-way traffic in Las Vegas. So if I think about him and I look at him, I think there's a few other guys that come to mind. Um, a guy like uh, John Jones in his uh, methodical uh, way, um, he's a little bit more calm. He's got a lot of lot of championship experience, but that intention inside him is evil when he when he when he throws. He th he throws to hurt you every time. Um, uh, Boricino, a man that I faced, same. He tries to hit your head off with every punch, kick kick a hole through your body. Um, amazing cardio, physical specimens, just so strong and. Uh, just everywhere. They're good everywhere. They can wrestle. You put them against a world-class wrestle, they'll be able to handle their own. Um, then on the ground, they just got this unbelievable skill. So Gilbert, Gilbert Burns is, is a phenomenal, phenomenal jiu-jitsu practitioner. I don't think guys know how good his jiu-jitsu skills are. Um, he mounted Tyron Woodley at one stage. And uh, just from that pure, pure strength that Tyron Woodley possesses, um, was he able to get out. But he, he was stuck there for a large, a large portion of the time. And, and that's not an easy thing to do. Um, and then just this intention, this, this like, you can't hurt me. There's nothing you're going to do that's going to stop me. I'm not scared of you. And I'm going to hunt you and I'm going to break you. And uh, it showed. Uh, Tyron Woody came out good, nice and relaxed, composed. You could see he got hit with the first three or four bombs on the chin, put him down, and it was just one-way traffic from there. Um, I, I, I really, really find it hard to, to now see anybody that's in front of him in the way that he dispatched uh, Tyron Woodley. Mm. And he did it easily. He didn't work. It didn't look like he... The way that Kamar Usman beat Tyron Woodley, Kamar Usman worked. Mm. Gilbert Burns just beat him up. So, 
Yeah, very interesting. I think uh, he's all of a sudden put his name in the pot. I I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a top uh, top three guy, uh, his next 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 run out, and then uh, potentially a shot at uh, Kamar. Kamar's still their champion. That's an interesting division, eh? It really is. I mean, Woodley is a former champion. He's like legit, legit, and Burns made him look average. Take us into that sort of psychology of how someone can dominate an opponent. I mean, because skills-wise, Woodley is no slouch. He's a former champion, but Burns just looked like he was another gear. You know, I think when you get into, into fights where you've been in very high-pressure situations and you face a lot and see a lot and everything gets thrown at you and uh, you then become comfortable. And you start, to, you start to become too obsessed with the wrong things. I think you forget about the killer instinct that's needed. I think, you know, I think there was something that I, that I uh, if I look back now, I could say definitely was a problem. You know, I just, after UFC, I'd, I had fought a lot of hard fights, not, not of UFC level, but I, I had experienced the highs, the high, the lights, the, 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 the action, the quick action that, and going into the UFC kind of like, I felt comfortable in front of anything. It was like, I didn't think that there was anything that they could throw at me that, that made me nervous. And it didn't. And I, I think at some stages, it might've made me a little bit complacent. And I think it's the same thing that's happened with Tyrant. He saw it against Kamal Usman. He, he, he puts uh, Robbie Lawler away mm. like a savage. Um, he, he defended his belt successfully. He was, uh, he was, he was putting his hand up to be the best middleweight. I mean, the welterweight of, mm. of all times. And then I think he just, he, he didn't fear Kamar. Like, he didn't have that fear of him. I, I've been in here, I've seen everything. I've fought the bigger fights than you. I have way more experience. Sometimes that thought pattern of I have more exper uh, experience than you can actually be to your detriment. And I think that's what's happened. I think he went in there thinking, listen, Gilbert Burns hasn't shown me anything. The one thing he hasn't seen for a long time is that, uh, that just savagery, that aggression. He just wants to kill. You know, as the fights get, to, get up higher and you get into those high-ranked fights, Guys are a lot more calculated. They they still have that killer instinct in them, but they but they become snipers and not uh, gorillas. <laughs> uh, I think uh, with the way that Gilbert Burns struck, uh, he just delivered snipe shots after snipe shots. The accuracy, accuracy was insane. And Tyron Woodley in an Instagram post afterwards said he didn't even know how he got hit with the elbow, and that was one of the changing points. You know, it really just changed uh, the fight like that once he got hit with that elbow. And I mean, just shows Gilbert Burns is hungry, hungry. So again, once again, it's just, he, he doesn't look like he's doing much on the floor. He doesn't look, he doesn't look like this amazing jiu-jitsu guy, but he's just, he's so in control. The elbow was perfect. Good balance, good structure over the top of the guy. Really controlled uh, um, Woodley and everything that he was doing, making him busy, fake, 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 boom. And it was perfect. It was small. It was short. It wasn't a big one. You didn't see a lot of action in it. But just because of the way that he was controlling the, gr the ground situation, he was able to hit clean and hit fast. And those things count um, uh, when you've got a guy like that on top of you. Um, I just, I, I think if you looked at him, he didn't look rushed. He was, you could see it was game. You could see he was having fun. Um, he was really up to the challenge. And yeah, he's, he's an interesting guy to watch. I'm really excited about him. I think he could be 
he could be a future champion for us. Uh, I think he's he's a lot in the lines of uh, Paulo Costa. Uh, strong, big, strong guys for the division. Hit very hard, and they're not not afraid to get in a scrap. We saw that Boricino and Yol Romero. You know, Boricino can can take it as well as he can give it. I want to ask you something. I mean, um, if if you look at it at a lot a lot of fights, there's one particular moment that sometimes changes the tempo, changes the approach. Um, and, and it's often a significant uh, moment in the fight that, that sometimes even sways the judges. But do you think there's sometimes where a fighter will, will, will be up against his opponent and he takes a shot and he, and he suddenly steps back and goes, I shouldn't do that again. And all of a sudden that game plan has gone out the window. So look, I think there's many moments in a fight where you you get cracked or you get taken down or you escape a, a submission and you go, can't do that again. And and then that all of a sudden creates a doubt in your mind. And then all these emotions start wrapping around that, that thought pattern. Mm. And then it's about how do you control that? How do you calm yourself down? How do you refocus yourself? Pull yourself back into your game plan? Keep working. You are going to find stages in the fight where you are going to have to improvise and you're going to have to think on your feet and you're going to be able to react to what's in front of you. Um, that's the mark of a really good fighter. That's a mark of a champion. Mm. His ability to adapt to what's in front of him. Um, and it's a, a very, it's a very hard quality to find. It's mm. not, um, there's not a lot of fighters out of there that are, are quick thinkers. Um, a lot of the guys have different attributes. Um, Burns, Barcina, killers. Just a yeah. killer instinct. They just want to maim, but they have the skill set to go with it. Yeah. Um, then you'll get a guy who's more of a thinker, George St. Pierre, who will systematically just break you down. Um, and then you just get guys like a Adesanya, um, John Jones, uh, Anderson Silva, just just magicians can yeah. make anything happen anytime. Yeah, so that's why that fight IQ is is so underrated. I mean, it's just incredible, but. If you look now at the way or trajectory of Burns, right, he's teammates with uh, Kamaru Usman. But he said he's happy to fight him if need be. I mean, do you think that could happen? Surely, you know, with what's happening in the welterweight division, we could well see Burns and Usman going for the, that gold strap. Well, listen, if there's anything about a Brazilian, you know, he'll fight, he'll fight anybody. He'll fight his brother if he has to. So I don't think there's a problem there for him. He doesn't <laughs> care. He's there to do a job. They just are. That's their mentality. You know, if they if they were in a school and uh, their uh, martial arts instructor walked up to the two of the class guys and said, "Okay, right, go," it's you, you, they fight. They it's their job. You know, they don't uh, they don't think about it too much and they don't allow emotion to play a massive. They're not very emotional people when it comes to to fighting. Um, yeah, uh, Kumar maybe. He might not. He might have an issue with it. But uh, I, I look, I think he's also he's a professional as well. I think that's the stage it's got to. I think it's mm. guys uh, want to be champions. It brings a lot for them. It changes their lives in terms of money earnings and sponsors and, and, and stature. So, yeah, I mean, Burns a young guy coming through. He's hungry. He's not going to sit around and wait. Um, and if it meant that he needed to move, he more than likely make the move and the fight would be on. Um. Looking at that welterweight division, um, you know, there's talk of, of um, all sorts of things happening. Masvidal um, trying to get Diaz for the BMF belt again, but they're saying that we, they want Masvidal to fight. Um, Connor. 
Connor, Connor. we've got. I mean, and then I'd Connor, love but, to see that fight. Yeah, but what no, about? No, no, no. Listen, yeah. I, I would one hundred percent percent pay whatever it took to go and watch a fight if that happened. That fight would be unbelievable. Masvidal I, Connor. Uh, Masvidal is 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 just. He's a gamer. He's a gamer. It's like it's it's like Pablo Escobar reincarnated. He is just he he got he got so much swagger. He got such an intelligent mindset, and he's just stone cold. There's there's he sees he sees nothing in front of him. He just wants to to walk through it, and it's such a it's 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 actually quite a it's quite an intriguing thing to watch, like a guy like that. Just in that space and how their mentality is, he's just he's as co- he's as cool as they come. Because um, he's been fighting for years and years and years. In, I mean, in the streets, nothing scares him. He's been fighting bare knuckle in the streets. Mm. The first fight's like a, it's another day at the office for him. <laughs> Connor's the same. Connor's a Connor's. A, he's he's a he's a. I I I think you would see one of the best technical striking fights that UFC's ever put on if you put those two together, because. Um, as tough and as hardcore as Mas- Masvidal is, he's also highly intelligent and he is an exceptional striker. And I think it makes such an interesting fight. But now the you saw on Twitter, uh, Anderson Silva uh, called out Conor McGregor for a super fight, and Conor's accepted on social media. He, they, they, he, Anderson Silva said they've got nothing to prove. Let's put on a show. What do you make of that? Listen, listen, fantastic. I think uh, show, show fight. Couldn't have asked for a better fight because it's a fight everybody will get up to watch. Whoever's an MMA fan would love to just see Anderson Silva operate again. And I think it's at the stage with Anderson that no one cares whether he wins or loses. No one can put him away. Uh, Daniel Cormier tried. He couldn't. Um, the heavyweight champion of the world. He couldn't put away Anderson Silva. Uh, Israel Anderson, the bad boy of uh, the middleweight division, who is... He's just tearing through everybody, knocking them out. He couldn't put away the Anderson Silva. And it almost, it almost seemed like they were sparring with each other at one stage. So I think Anderson is just on the level that it would make, make for a great watch. Because I think you would see a lot of, a lot of fun come out in the sparring. I think you, it would almost be like a sparring, uh, sparring match mm-hmm. um, where each person gets paid a very big check. And Connor's in the business of that, isn't he? No, well, he's <laughs> He's a money man. He doesn't. He's a, he's a money man. He doesn't worry about anything proper. but what the, what the check says. Um, I'm going to ask you though. I mean, you look at names like Covington, Edwards. Where do they fit into this mix? Because you know, like uh, Connor. I, I think Leon. Yeah. yeah. No, carry on. I think Leon Edwards is unlucky. I think he's a good guy. He's proven himself time and time again. I think he's been given a raw deal. I, obviously, we've met him a few times uh, when he was around uh, Yannick. Um, he fought on a few UFC cards with me. Good guy. I really like him. Exceptionally good, talented striker. Um, just a guy who's he's just not getting his, his, his chance. And I, I, I would like to see him fight soon. I think he poses a lot of threats to a lot of people. Um, Maybe he's not as markable. Maybe they think he's not as markable as the other guys. But I think one thing about him is he needs to get a he needs to get a big fight next. He needs to get a top three guy um, to prove his worth. And I think if he does that and wins, then he'll definitely be in with a shot there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would really like to see him get a crack. He's a, he's a nice guy and he's a phenomenal athlete and um, he's proven himself time and time again. And, and what about Covington? I mean, he's been 
sort of shouting in the background, like he wants attention, he wants attention. Listen, again, phenomenal fighter, guy who's proven himself. No one can take away from him. Yeah, he fell into the arrogance of uh, the Conor McGregor status and threw his mouth around. And, you know, uh, some people like it, some people don't. Uh, uh, but he, we can't deny the, the things that he's done. I mean, he, 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 he stepped up to the plate against Kumar Usman. He, he stood right in front of him, uh, went toe-to-toe with him. And uh, I don't think he discredited his name in the pots Either so, I mean, look, great fight. The the first fight was a great fight. Does he deserve another opportunity? If there's nobody to put up the hand, hundred percent yes. Isn't it just incredible? I mean, we're just talking about UFC. The amount of talent we're talking about. You can have fight card after fight card after fight card until twenty twenty three. It's just well, so intriguing. Well, I think I think we we kind of seeing the the capacity and the volume of of, of fighters in the UFC now um, because they, they've slowed down so much. I mean, they were literally every weekend there was a fight anywhere in the world. Yeah. Um, at, and uh, that's obviously not happening. So there's now all of a sudden all these guys that are, you know, they're waiting for their, ch- their turn. They're waiting for a chance. Cards are very hard to come by. Guys who, uh, who can fight, uh, are, that's a very small portion of them. So, yeah, look, uh, I hope it doesn't clog the, the divisions up. I hope that the champions don't uh, sit sit around and and have nothing to to defend because people want to see championship fights. Um, yeah, a lot a lot of interesting thing happening. Uh, light TV is also that's interesting up. Well, I mean, let's talk about that because, uh, and it and it maybe leads to your marketability where you were talking about some fighters just sell fights and put bums on seats and. John Jones was that guy, but he's had a checkered past and now he's had a go at the most important person in the UFC and he's bid farewell to the UFC with, by accusing Dana White of lying during a negotiation. I mean, that's not the type of guy you want to be calling out and, and making problems with. Yeah, look, so the situation with that is, I think Dana's been called out so many times by so many different high-end fighters through his career. He's seen the scenario before. So for him, it's nothing new. I don't think he's going to get emotionally attached to it. He's a businessman. He's going to do his job. Uh, Like he said, if he wants to go, he can go. If he wants to fight, he can fight. That's what it is. Um, Maybe maybe it is a good thing that the the title gets uh, relinquished. Maybe those guys who deserve another crack give them an opportunity. I wouldn't be surprised that there's something in the working and uh, you would all of a sudden see John Jones return at heavyweight and be 20 pounds heavier. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That could well you be something. I think he's after, he's after the heavyweight title. I think he's incomplete because of Daniel Cormier. I think that's the one thing that Daniel Cormier has over him to say, well, you know, you were the only were the light heavyweight champion. I was the light heavyweight and heavyweight yeah. champion of the world. Yeah. I defended both belts. You haven't done that. So uh, there, there's a, a definite rivalry between those two. Yeah, um, you know, I think John Jones is just of the stature that he's so controversial in, in, in everything that he does. And 
he's had a checkered past him. But he's a guy who's performed every time he's been in there. But he's, he's, so his quality can never be questioned. He's up and there I think with yeah, the goats, isn't he? He's up there with the goats. I so mean, in a way, it's given him this pass, kind of like to oh, now he can throw his little ten potential and leave, and then you know he'll come back and he'll get a big fight and make money. Mm. Um, I, will the UFC kick him out? Most definitely not. Uh, he's he's still John Jones, so you know he's still important to them. Um, but I think it's kind of maybe a little. Well, cool off period is good for both of them, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I, I think I think the way the whole situation is being handled is a little bit silly. Uh, I think from both ends, um, you protected him so long and looked after him for so long, you could have at least done this amicably and not let it be this yeah. way. Uh, yeah, it's playing out the media. The That's the problem. You don't want it to be playing out in the media. Well, I think it's also it's, they're talking about it. Yeah. They're talking about the UFC. They're talking about John Jones. I think they don't care. I think they've come to the stage that good publicity, bad publicity is all the same to them because people are talking about the UFC. Yeah. Um, but now that light heavy, I mean, Reyes must be thinking, you know, here's an opportunity. The Senos Reyes, let them go at it. That'll be all, that's another barn burner, a potential barn burner. <laughs> it really is. I don't know if I'd like to fight the Senyos. I don't care who I am. I don't know if I'd like to. He's like Francis Ngannier. You just don't want to. You don't want to be in that position because the potential of him shattering your jaw is is very is very very likable, likely. And uh, oh, I don't know. Good luck. Good luck to whoever has to fight him. By the way, did you see Mike Tyson the other day? I mean, I know that um, he's been trying to get back into some boxing, but. He's a guy that will smash your jaw, even at 50. So I, was, uh, I actually posted one of his videos and just said, it doesn't matter. At 53 years old, hmm. for him to move the way that he does, hit the way that he does, at the, still at the same speed and with the same energy, at, at, at 53 years old, is, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Like, it really, as a, as a true, true fighter, to watch him go again the way that he does and still to be technically perfect and still hit. Uh, I'd love to see him fight somebody. In fact, he must do it. He must. Yeah, Mark Tyson fight somebody. But please. don't fight Evander Holyfield because I think he might, like, he might damage Evander. Like, just it, somebody. I want to see him hit somebody again. It's the same when you watch Francis Nagano. I mean, the guy is talking about getting a boxing fight. He's the same type of guy that if you get hit by him, he's going to break something. He just has that, that evil intention and raw power. It's a scary combo. Yeah, it's just what he has is not, there's, there's not a lot of people in the world that can do that. And uh, they're not very nice people because they don't need to hit you. They just need to hit somewhere. And if it mm. catches, good not. No, thanks. That's okay. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. watching, I must say. We've got to talk. This weekend is actually a massive event, isn't it? Uh, UFC 250. Um, yes. Amanda Nunes, one of the greatest of all time. She's up against Felicia Spencer in uh, the main event. I mean, that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. Um, so just before talking about uh, um, uh, ladies, did you see... Um, did you see old uh, Mackenzie Derns this weekend? What? What? She she was dominant. What is it? Uh, submission first round. It, it, yeah. She, listen. 
such such good jiu-jitsu. It just shows you when you get to a world championship level in, in jiu-jitsu and then you face a person that can grapple and the, the leg lock that you, the knee bar that you put on, is not an easy knee bar to put on by any standard, um, especially not under the pressure of somebody hitting you. And it, she was just textbook. It was, as a jiu-jitsu person, it was really, really good to watch. You know, like somebody who's really passionate about jiu-jitsu, to watch that level of skill be executed in a fight scenario, it was, it was nice. It was special. Very she's, special. She's uh, eight out of nine. She's a eight wins from nine uh, bouts now, fights. She really is uh, someone who's really getting better with each thing. And as you say, technically, just absolutely sound. What's, what's her trajectory look like now? Because and she keeps knocking over names and, and taking a step closer to the top of the pile. So I think if, for her, it's just understanding the environment. I think she's got that competitive um, mindset from Jiu-Jitsu. She's, I think she's a four or five-time world champion. I mean, she's, she's exceptionally gifted when it comes to to the groundwork i think she's become more confident in, you know on her feet you saw that she wasn't scared to stand and strike her distance and her range was a lot better um she said she, that she struggled with the takedown she was she was she was battling to put the hands to the takedown to the ground um and, and spent a lot of energy and that you saw that in the first like couple of seconds of the fight she really worked hard to try and secure the clinch and uh throw uh use a hip throw but Once she managed to put her, oh no, she didn't actually. I think she shot, there was a little bit of a scramble and she stayed on her back on the floor and, mm -hmm. and uh, um, she wrapped in the knee bar from there. Fuck, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, but just, uh, I, I think with her, she's just got to be in a space where if you look like a Burns, those guys, good Jits guys that are on the mix now or good wrestlers, they just starting to feel comfortable. She must be able to stand in the pocket and throw. Yeah. She must not worry about getting taken down or, or, or landing on her back because of the level of her game. She's so advanced that mm. she would have reacted long before her opponent will ever put her in a really bad situation. So be more comfortable on your feet. Stand, plant your feet a little bit more. Stick behind your punches. And because she's got good hip rotation from jiu-jitsu, She's going to have good power in her punches. And she's dropped a few goals. She's, I mean, she's put a few goals away with punches. So, yeah, she's definitely one to watch. I, 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 really, I, I really think that uh, with a little bit more time, she's definitely going to put her head up in that division and be somebody who can, uh, yeah, she can be exciting. And we're also seeing with, with women's MMA, there's also just an abundance of talent that's coming through the ranks. And, you know, if, if you look at 250, UFC 250 with Amanda Nunes, um, two-time division champion or two-division champion. The first time she's defending her featherweight title, this, this, uh, this event. Uh, you know, she's on top of the pile and everyone's trying to get her to fall. It's a, it's a tricky place to be, right? Because you almost have to set your standards higher each time with every opponent. You can't afford to slip up anywhere. So it's almost more pressure than someone who's challenging for the title. Yeah, look, again, like last week, uh, Timbers made, made the, the reference that you can't, you can't judge anybody um, and think that they're not capable of winning. You, in this sport, anything can happen in a matter of seconds. Um, no one ever thought that Timena Nunez would knock Chris Cyborg out, and, and that's what happened. So, uh, again, this, uh, this fight is, uh, is interesting. Felicia can, can, can pose a threat. She can cause a problem. 
Um, Emmanuel Nunez, I think, is just at the moment, in my opinion, is just a little bit too far ahead of the women's division. And it's going to be a while before somebody's going to be able to, to, to match her. Um, I think her physicality is, is, is just next level. It's going to take a really tough girl who can stick it in there with her. Um, uh, you, you need a, a big, strong girl that can wrestle really, really well. I mean, she against Kat Zingano, she she had a terrible time. Uh, she just got out-wrestled. So I think that's the kind of style that beats her. You don't want to be on the end of the punches because you know the power that she possesses. Um, and she's, she's, she's a phenomenally good ground girl. She's got incredibly good jiu-jitsu. So um, she's, again, she's just, she puts it together really well. Um, and we know she's got a chin. She's not afraid to to get stuck in. Um, so yeah, I I, um, I don't see uh, Felicia winning this fight. But again, who knows? Who knows what happens? Uh, there's already talk of um, here, the whole trilogy happening between Nunez and Shevchenko. Um, but a lot of people sort of say, you know, that that's 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 in the past now. I mean, what do you what do you what do you make of that? Listen, I think that would be a really good fight. I think if that's if that was a fight I would like to see, I would, uh, or a fan would like to see, or a professional would like to see, um, then yeah, I mean, put it put it together. Uh, I think it's it, it's two phenomenally good strikers, um, and I, I think Nunez would take it on the floor. I think a ground game is is, is better, but. Phew, that would be fireworks. I mean, that's just two two dominant females. I mean, I think that are again just so far ahead. Yeah. So why not make it happen? Let's see it. That's what people want to see. They want to see those fights. They want to see the best fight each other, and they want to know who the number one is. Who's the number one female? Um, who's the number one male? Yeah. You know, these are the top things that happens. Like, don't, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Boratino go to lights heavy and start pulling John Jones out. I mean, that would happen too. Okay. Uh, we, know, we, know, yeah. we know Israel's wanting to do it. So it's just these, you know, in, in every area, there's, there's really good fights. That's why, that's why we pay to keep our uh, Supersport uh, DSTV subscription, isn't it? It's actually the main yes. reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wouldn't be the same. Listen, that 250 card is, uh, is phenomenal. Um, Cody, uh, Cody Carbrandt. Um, again, I'm excited to see him. I think he's been on for a while. I want to see what's happened to him. I want to see what he's done. Has he fixed himself? Has he worked on his problems? Um, talented guy, uh, remarkable, was a champion. So we know we know what he's about. Uh, Rafael is a whew, interesting cat. Eh? He's um, he's he's a lot of experience. He's a gamer. Um, I think that's a, that's going to be a nice fight. I think guys are going to enjoy that. That's. That's got that's fight of the night written all over it there. Yeah. Um, then uh, the one that I'm really interested in uh, is Eddie Wineland and Sean O'Malley. Um, Sean O'Malley is this uh, he's just this far out there guy who's uh, who's just got a love for for fighting. He just wants to scrap. Um, so I, I, I th- I, he, he's just he's got a weird a vibe about himself. He just throws from from weird angles. He's uh, He's not afraid to walk you down. Um, anyone who's a phenomenal uh, mixed martial artist. So, been around also many years. Yeah, kind of a, a young versus old, you know. And uh, does, he, does he get stopped at the gates or does he progress into being, you know, one of the top, top guys in that division? 
Isn't that the beauty of the sport? You really do not know what's going to happen when that octagon door shuts. You really don't know. I think that's the beauty of it. But if you're a punter, who are you putting money on this weekend? Uh, Nunez, Cody, mm, Sterling, Magna, and Sean O'Malley would be my picks. Okay. Definitely. Right. Cool. Yeah, well, good, good fight, God. There's a little bit of insight for It's a good fight, God. It really is. But good fight, it should be a good fight, God. You know what I mean? Iconic yeah, number. Not a, not a lot of massive names. So it's not yeah. like this like star-studded uh, card. Mm -hmm. Just good quality guys. Guys who are, who are going to bring the show. Yeah. Um, who are going to fight hard. They're going to definitely uh, get, get that uh, intensity up and running in that place. Um, and I think we're going to see some incredible fights. I think the last three fight cards have been have been good they fights. Have. They have, they have indeed. Yeah. Um, quickly before we go, we're running out of time, Gareth. Um, EFC are playing with the idea of doing something similar to what the UFC have been able to do in terms of you know hosting the event, limited sort of setup. I mean, obviously with our government, uh, contact sports are still not allowed in South Africa. But I mean. There's the potential at the, the EFC High Performance Institute where you've been involved, uh, I mean, with the fighter and, and all that, uh, that, that they could pull it off. No, look, look, I think they can definitely pull it off. Um, the space is fantastic. Um, it's small. They can keep the numbers down to, to almost nothing. They can control the movement in and out. Um, the, uh, facility, the facility is under lock and key, so it, it wouldn't just be a case of people to move freely. Uh, the big thing would be the medical uh, scenario, if they could follow the procedure, which they've been very good at medicals. I mean, mm. um, EFC is really good at putting uh, their backstage um, program together very well. And uh, it's, it's one of the best in the world. Um, and I think they have the capability. Again, will the, will the government allow them to, to, to make those changes? I think guys need it. The fighters out there are struggling. Guys need to fight. Um, I think uh, if the rest of the world can achieve it, there's no reason why we can't. I agree with you 100%. All right. Gareth McClellan, at Soldier Boy Inc. on Twitter and Instagram. Also on Facebook. Uh, thanks so much for your time as always. Um, I'm looking forward to 250. I think it's going to be a great card. As you say, not the biggest names in the world, but certainly the GOAT, Amanda Nunes, is one to keep an eye on for that fight. So it should yep. be very good. Yeah, look, mate, the main fight is, a, is going to be a cracker. Um, and then the, the rest of them are, are going to be interesting. Don't, don't take your eye off them. They're going to be great to watch. I'm definitely going to be up. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Some sport again. Some Sunday morning violence. Yes. But yes. In, in a good way. <laughs> in a good way. All right, Gareth, thanks for your time, man. Uh, remember to like and subscribe on YouTube. And uh, if you have any feedback, feel free to get in touch. Thank you very much. Uh, it's been MMA Uncaged, episode number four. Let's go. 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 Allow me to reintroduce
It's myself, they call me J-O-N to the easy E-N Know that we undefeated, y'all are beneath them speeches Trying to air a grievance, but his lines are overhead Better check the air for clearance, call the tower This is our clear he the air apparent Uh-huh, really I've never been better Legacy, this is forever All the more times I've been seven I'm raising the bar, you can go ahead and measure Think about time for a toast Time that we welcome the 